0: Scott here from Social Energy Presents, and welcome to this podcast short from our signature show, Your Backstage Pass, featuring a special vignette from another great episode. So you were <laughs> so married to Roseanne Cash. What was your relationship uh, with Johnny? Was he a, a good guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you, and you and you guys got along well? Well, you actually did some work with him.
1: Yeah, quite a bit. And, and uh, the,
0: I walked I walk the line revisited. Yeah. Yeah i remember randy backman says i walk the line is the best love song in the world because it never says the word loving at once
1: <laughs> yeah 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 and it's also that particular reason i wrote that song was because you know i heard it for the first time when i was about six years old and it was pretty much like transient global amnesia for me it's just i could not I could not put my finger on the prototype of where that particular piece of music came from. Somehow, intuitively around age six, I understood that this is not normal. And that piece of music, I mean, when you think about the way that's composed, Oh, the key changes, key changes, yeah, modulating down in the beginning of a song. Yeah. I mean, it was brilliant, brilliant. And it wasn't, it wasn't from this paradigm it was from somewhere else yeah and and i always and and i wrote i wrote the verses to that song just recreating that morning when i heard it first on a coming out of a dashboard radio of a 1949 ford but when i i couldn't come up with a good chorus but i had a melody for the chorus and one day it dawned on me that his words would work in my melody and uh i stuck them in there and they called him and said hey i need for you to help me record this so he came to the studio thinking that he was going to sing some version of i walk the line that he'd been singing for 35 40 years you know and then i started teaching him a new melody with his words he kind of he got a little testy with me there and said, so and you got a lot of nerve. <laughs> and, and I, you know, it was the first time that it dawned on me that I actually did have a lot of nerve just, you know, hijacking his lyric and putting it in my song. But then he went out in the studio and sang the, you know what out of it. And it was, it was beautiful.
0: Right. Uh, well, the Trent Reznor thing with Hurt, with him, that was such an iconic moment in music.
1: Yeah, it was. It was unbelievable. A, I I would say that that moment was the same as the first time I heard "I Walk the Line." It's like this is beyond what we can point to as a starting place. This is just a this. This is a visitation from another planet that's just landed on our planet, and we and we can listen to it. But we can't know how it got here or what it is. Yeah, book ends, and then somewhere in the middle is the man in
0: black. You know, it's that that whole persona. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean, he always seemed like a, a a wonderful person, and been through the been through the ringer, as everybody knows. Everybody's watched that uh, the the Johnny Cash story or heard of the Johnny Cash story at the very least. I mean, he he definitely had lived a hard life. But, yes, uh, he did. But he but he certainly seemed like just. Uh, a wonderful person when you, you hear him in interviews and stuff.
1: He was a cool cat, you yeah. know, and, and he was a, away from the, uh, the larger than life persona that he so easily and gracefully projected. He was, you know, he was a prankster. He was a kid, you know, what people don't know. I mean, he's, he's, he's Mount Rushmore, you know, but, but, you know, I was lucky and had been. the, being the grandfather of my kids, you know, I'd watch him get down on his hands and knees and make funny noises and play with it with his grandchildren. You know, it's like that's not the guy on Mount Rushmore. That that's some dude from Arkansas. Right, right. That's that's
0: uh, that's remarkable. And and what a love story, you know. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, just unbelievable. That 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 marriage and that relationship was just something else. And then didn't, didn't they die within? A very short time of each other. Pretty close.
1: Yeah. June went first. Yeah. Which made, if you knew John and June the way it worked, it was, uh, I mean, I, I actually, I said to Carlene, you know, June's daughter, Carlene Carter, you know, we were talking about it and I said, well, you know, June had to go first, you know, because she had to be there when John gets there, you know, because she ran the show. Right. Yeah, I,
0: I sort of, I got that, in, that idea from things that I've read and, and watched, of course. You never, know, you never know how much embellishment there is on movies, but when you read, you usually get a better perception of things, you know.
1: Yeah. Hopefully. Well, it's a movie, you know. Yeah, exactly. They got, they got some things right, and they got some things really wrong. So, but, you know, what you're going to do, it's a movie. It's, yeah. You know.
0: Hey, thanks for joining us check out our other vignettes and full episodes from a wide variety of guests for more great content please like share and subscribe and become a member at socialenergypresents.com to access premium content and earn valuable energy points just for watching